and you can live in the day. Roka, how are you? Yes, I'm great. Nice to see you again, Arthur. It's it's fantastic to see you. So I've decided that your new name is Rooks. Okay, okay. okay. Carry on. Every every time I try to type your name in my phone, it autocorrects it to Rooks. Nice. Okay? okay. And and so I've decided that when people ask why your name is Rooks, okay? Yes. We yes, have this yes. story about how you were a chess master. Okay. Uh-huh. And you just were obsessed with pulling off these moves with the rook that no one saw. <laughs> okay? okay, you know, okay, like okay, this guy, okay. the, everyone would be thinking over here, the rook's behind like three things. <laughs> then suddenly two moves later, boom, boom, checkmate, rooks. Crazy, crazy. Right. I like where this is going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was he was trying to type your name in my in my text message and it just kept coming up rooks. <laughs> And eventually I was just like, I started to refer to you as Rooks. No one mentioned anything about how it was an autocorrect. And I was like, all right, so we're going to do the show with Rooks tomorrow. And and then Arthur was like, "Uh, I guess his name's Rooks now. (laughs) And I was like, great. That's pretty good. Arthur, welcome to Man in the Making. Yeah, thanks. thanks. Everyone, welcome to the show. And... Hold the line. We like the stock. Hold the line. <laughs> yes. We're gonna. We're, this is a current, current, uh, current event show, um, and we're gonna talk about all kinds of stuff that's going on with um, the stock market and all that good stuff. Especially, Arthur Dreesen is here from Voyage Without Carbon. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Special guest, and he's got some interesting questions and stuff he wants to bring up. But I want to tie it all in together, too, with what's going on uh, in the market, because I love the market. I love the stocks. And I made a bunch of money the other past few days. What, what, what's a bunch of money? Oh, I knew it. But I knew should, it. Isn't that something you don't really have to define? Though? I think no, it is. With Arthur... I, I think when it. we're telling people that we made that when we're pushing forth something, we have You're to right. define what a bunch of money You're is. You're right. Because it's not like I made 10 grand. Can't you well, say percentages well, then? Well, right, right. You can do percentages, you know, be, be, because that is totally valid when you're talking about the market, okay. you know, but, um, but, but I think for transparency, we should tell if uh, we should tell if we invested a good amount you know, you don't have to say a dollar amount, but you know, I don't. I, I don't made a mind. bunch of money. I'm, I'm an open book. You know, I ended. I came out with like 2,500 after 48 hours. I think that's and and you started with a very low amount, right? So sixty dollars of beer money. Yep. So so, so yeah. you exponentially made money. Yeah. I I mean, uh, six sixty to 2,500. That's thousands of percent right I, I'm, I'm not going to do the math in my head head right but that's, now, that's you have other people though that really did make a bunch of money they yeah. made you know you got people that became millionaires last few days yeah. which is amazing you know did you read the the reddit account where he was like i woke up and i was a millionaire and uh people that are like 50 grand 60 grand just all of a sudden um not even people that were involved in in, in it they just woke up and they were like, oh, my stock that I bought five years ago or whatever is, is there's something going on with it. Right. 
um, which it's not over. Um, I thought it was over, but, you know, looking over the Reddit threads, it looks like they're still going in on it to a thousand, but I don't know if that's possible. All right, let's back up a little bit. Yeah, we have to tell everyone what's going on. Who feels the most comfortable with, with, I have a pretty good grasp, but I don't have the pre-grasp. I don't have the stuff that happened to Elon Musk with um, being shorted by Melvin Capital. See, this goes even farther back than GameStop. So, so I'm going to say, put it, put it out right here is I think that a lot of this that you guys have is perception and it's not actually what's going on. I knew it. Arthur has to make everything challenging by questioning <laughs> and redefining everything. What do you mean, Arthur? Well, you know, we'll get, we have to explain the entire story, but you know, I think right now there are a lot of people like us that um, are very small players uh, that because of Reddit and because of Twitter think that they are making a lot of impact and they are doing a lot of things for certain reasons and that things are happening because of things that they personally are doing when they are all being used as pawns. Now, I will say I will give a, an agreement to that based on um, uh, YouTube marketing guy, Greg Manorino, who said mm-hmm. when when the stock started to go up, um eventually the 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 trading was being um was being throttled right all of a sudden uh robin hood i mean robin hood's okay, not the so only so one let's, do this. let's just start with gme okay elon musk he 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 jumps in but he's not really he he started pumping the stocks right but his story has a lot more just with perception than it actually has to do with what is going on right now and i think what's going on right now starts with gme right well someone someone tweeted out the story with elon and and melvin and he was like yes that happened yeah it did it did so so i I mean i'm very familiar with that i was gonna read that that short little introduction but if you're if you're familiar with it i don't have to read it but the what's I just want to say what was interesting about what you said, the fact that everything began to be throttled, but, and you could only buy one share of GameStop eventually and um, other stocks too, for some reason, but it, it kept uh, fluctuating. So this Greg Manorino on YouTube, his theory was that there's something else going on and has nothing to do with anyone on Reddit. Um, And he didn't go into details, but. So today, let's jump into those details because I've got some and there I've, I've got a lot of information that I know. I've got a lot of stuff that I think I know. And then I got a lot of stuff that I have no clue about. So I'm really excited for this conversation. And then there's the funny part where before all this happened, I started to ask you guys about AMC. Yeah, yeah. You did. And I noticed a trend in, in the AMC stock in the, in the financial Twitter world. Um, thanks to Capped Solutions at Capped Solutions, it's a it's a bot that tracks trending stocks and in conversations. And every few days, it'll put out a report of the top ten or fifteen stocks that have ta- been talked about the most. Amazing uh, bot, love that bot. Use it all the time ever since I found it. And I noticed AMC was up there. And I was like, okay, what, what's going on? And then I did more research on AMC and it was like, okay, AMC is at 
like $2, 220, 250. It was a few, it took a few days for me to catch on. And so far from their, from their market, uh, 52 week high. And I was like, okay. And either they're going to go under or they're going to make 900 million or whatever and save themselves or whatever. So I started to get really interested. Um, I paid attention to Zach Morris on Twitter, um, PJ Matlock and Manpreet. And these three guys are pretty much 95% spot on with, with trade calls. And so then I started to ask you guys, I was like, I think AMC is going to do something here. Something's going to happen. And Arthur was like, you're crazy. You're wrong. And the funny thing is I kind of was wrong. I didn't say that. I said, (laughs) why do you think it's going to go up? And I couldn't get a reason. (laughs) (laughs) So I was wrong, right? AMC um, was, I was lucky that AMC got tagged in at the same time all this was happening. If this GameStop thing didn't happen, AMC would not be at like a $20 high last few days down to 13 up to 15 now <laughs> that i don't think that would have happened we were looking at five dollars seven dollars maybe ten and then i was going to be out i was looking at out at five seven or ten and then i was done the fact that it went where it did that i did i didn't know that was going to happen i just knew it was going to go probably from two and then burst to five um and then that's when I saw NAKD. After I was done with AMC, I was like, okay, we're looking at a, a volume of a billion at that point. And sub, what was that? It was at, a, I think, a sub dollar at that point. Um, it, was like all, cent, it was like 70 something cents when, when you talked to me about it. And then I looked, of course, the Twitter circle was like NAKD. It's going to rip. And um, that's where I made most of the money was NAKD. And um, all the while GameStop is happening and everything. And I got lucky again. I did not know NAKD was going to be a part of this Reddit scheme to, um, you know, go after these hedge funds if that's what they were doing. So now I'm, yeah, I'll talk about what I'm playing now later, but, so that that's what really happened, and then Dogecoin, of course, was the first crypto after the throttling of uh, of companies using the dollar. People started to go after crypto and and pump it, and Dogecoin was the crypto. I don't think any other crypto was pumped, and it made an all time high. Um, from uh, yeah, let's put this in perspective. From yeah, from an <laughs> from an, an eighth of a cent, an eighth of a cent average to eighty uh, five five cents, eight cents. Eight I thought cents the high was six something. It's at three now. It, it jumped down. It, it, it fell down, but I think it was at point seven point oh seven. Which, if you've been following Dogecoin, it's. I got in at point, we did a podcast on it. I got in at 0.003 because it's a meme. 
it's a joke. It's, it's not, I mean, a joke is a really poor way to explain it. It's a community. It's not, it didn't start out as a coin to be used in, in, in the buying and selling of goods and things like that. It was a, it was a, a way for people to gather together over a common um, interest. And the interest was the Shibu Inu, the, the, the joke the, of, of the Asian dialect, the, the shorting of the English language, you know, very much wow. I mean, ridiculous sayings and paraphrasing. Um, and so, unfortunately, you know, the market cap went from, I think, a billion to 8.5 billion in, I don't know, maybe six or seven hours. I think it's down now because you have people selling and I don't know the, the history behind Bitcoin and how, and, and it's market cap, but there's too many people selling, right? Not enough holding and we're losing market cap and it's going to find a floor. But if you've been in Dogecoin long enough, it's, it's monumental, like, like three cents as a floor. Is it for the year? That's, that's enough. And then maybe next year there'll be a new floor. I mean, that's where Rokas really shines. And um, that's where Arthur wanted to touch on a bunch of stuff with Rokas about crypto. But we still have to go back. We were still going forward there. Um, anyone, Rokas? So, what do I shine? Well, you shine with crypto, um, crypto knowledge. Crypto knowledge of some sort. Because Arthur still, he's not figuratively and literally, he's not buying it. <laughs> we'll find out today then how much knowledge yeah. I have, I guess. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying it for a, for a lot of, lot of reasons. All right, um, so for people, so we're gonna get because of the title of this podcast, because of the the search engine optimization, we're gonna get new. I was also excited to say we're gonna get new followers or new listeners. So that was cool. I, I bet we will um, for everyone who's following that. <clears throat> so welcome to man in the making. If you're, if you're an investor or followed this whole stock market thing, or if you're a swing trader, we don't really talk about stocks, but we talk about what we need to talk about when we need to talk about it. Indeed. For everyone else who doesn't know what happened. All right. People own, uh, people have been owning the stock for GameStop, a retail video game store, video game retailer. And the stock was, you know, nothing special. I think it was, was it, what was it? 10, $20 for a while. Do you want me to try to explain? Yeah, please. Okay. So originally GameStop um, was a brick and mortar store and people were thinking it might go bankrupt because that's going out of date now. Everything's going online. But they recently also started making transitions, selling their stores and making the transition online. But their confidence in the company was low and hedge funds took that advantage of that to short the stock because they believed the, it would be a good, quite easy money, I guess, to short it. And because they brought it all the stock. way down to, okay, so yeah, I'll explain shorting. I mean, 
Yeah, we should define shorting. Yeah. So shorting, you borrow stock from someone else, maybe a company, a person. XYZ. Um, could be, yeah. And um, you sell it. And the aim is you think the price will go down so you can buy it back at a lower price and then give it back to that person. So you would make the profit from where you sold it to where you brought it back, the difference. Uh, so if you, does $10, anyone have anything to add for that? Yeah. If you short it, if you're short, if you're thinking a stock for $10 is going to drop to seven, um, and you're, you're making $3 from a $10 borrow. Mm-hmm. Now, and yeah, uh, GameStop. These Game numbers stock, are bigger and bigger and bigger. I think GameStop stock got shorted all the way to two or three dollars. Is that right? From I, I don't, I don't, I don't actually know. In 2016, GameStop was twenty dollars. In November, yeah, I know it was like four bucks. It so was, yeah, it was, I believe, it was the most shorted stock. And Wall Street Bets got together and they started seeing an opportunity. A Reddit, uh, a Reddit community yeah. called Wall Street Bets. Which before was known for their take on basically gambling on the stock market, turning the stock market into a casino. Uh, it was quite funny to read that post before, but it's really, it's actually quite wholesome what they're doing now and how many lives like this has changed. But uh, carrying on with the story, um, they started noticing about- an opportunity. Yep. Oh, yeah, we're looking at about GameStop at two dollars at, at the yeah, that's where it got shorted to middle of last year. So, the, so, so all in all, GameStop was it, it got all the way down to two bucks. These people yep. shorted it, so thinking that they, they wouldn't have to pay back a lot of money. But Wall Street bets the story is Wall Street bets got together and said, We're gonna go rise this because we hate short sellers because. They target companies to put them out of business. And Not so just that. they, they there's dro- the they opportunity go- for huge profits as well because they have to and, buy back their short positions. Right, exactly. So they, they have to buy back the short position. So they drove the stock up to, I think, at the highest, it was 300 and I think Over the 400. Highest, 400. Yeah, but um, around that, was 483. Like, that was only for like, you know, then probably a few minutes. Of time. You, three, you know, it's, it's uh, it, rested it, at 312 now. Yeah. Um, and uh, so then all the short sellers have to pay back the difference on between, say, if they sold, ended up covering their short at $312 and they bought their stock at $3 that, or shorted the stock at $3, that means they have to pay the difference on every share of $309. $13 billion, I believe. And so then, then you multiply that by how many millions of shares that they bought. So, so they're right, right. That's kind of the, the yeah. where, where they went at. out. So the hedge fund uh, was out 13 billion and filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. And the hedge fund was who? I was just reading that, but I don't remember who it was. Melvin Capital, Melvin, you said yeah. that. Was it Melvin? Yeah. It was Melvin. And Melvin is a renowned short seller. And this is where Elon Musk comes in because uh, Melvin was one of the highest shorts uh, against Tesla. He lost a lot of money shorting Tesla when Tesla boomed up. And he kind of, him and a couple other shorts made it their mission to uh, put, uh, to short Tesla into bankruptcy and that backfired on them. Um, Quick quick question on shorts. Mm -hmm. So what's the big, so... 
who is who influences a short? Aren't they just they're not telling people to not buy the stock, right? They're just betting on a short. That depends. They're just like all those YouTube people that you watch, but on a multi-million times more person scale. Every move that a short seller makes is being watched. Every move that a short seller makes that, that you know, from a Melvin Capital standpoint or, or something like, or a Citadel standpoint or something like that, all of that is watched. Ka you know, Kathy Woods and all of those guys are watching every single move that they're making. Kathy's getting watched, you know, just by making a decision they are putting out influence. Oh, so if I'm if I'm if I'm BlackRock Hedge and I want to um, I want to put some of my clients' money in GameStop, but I see that there's a big short on it from Melvin, I, I consider GameStop worthless. I'm not going to put my clients' money into into GameStop. First, that, and then second, you have every single uh, media person that is involved with stocks. And that's not just TV, but that's uh, magazines, newspapers, online, every single one of them gets paid from somewhere through either, e either through advertising or through uh, going on the shows or whatever, they all get paid to say what they're saying. It's just like in politics, right? That guy on Fox News is getting paid to be there. Okay, so every single one of them is getting paid. They all have positions in stocks. What they say influences other people. Right. And then it goes in and helps or doesn't help them. Okay. You know, it, 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 not... backfire. it backfires all the time. But um, they're, Rook, they're... Rooks, Rooks, you, uh, you, you, you feel that? You, you kind of agree? Yeah. With that yeah, for sure. Like, gonna... um, but I've said about... Uh, people on the news who come on and talk about their predictions and things that's yeah i believe there's largely influenced by money and i don't believe the things they say on that because yeah so yeah, many, exactly. yeah yeah so 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 many of them it, it's it's just whatever you you know they're they it, they can even be telling 100 what their opinion is that doesn't mean it's not biased it doesn't mean they don't own positions in those stocks that they're trying to push it doesn't mean anything you know i can totally believe a stock uh gamestop for instance i mean or amc or any of these i can believe they're worth worthless you know i can open up a, a short position and i can go on tv and i can say hey i i opened up this short position uh and i am doing it for these reasons blah 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 and other people watch that and go you know what yeah i'm gonna open up a short position too you know you know there's influence mm -hmm. on it and there's always bias, just like any, right? There's always the biases of personal and the ones we know about, the ones we don't know about. And then That's there's so all the hand-moving stuff um, behind the I, scenes. As well. I mean, I'm so new to all this, right? And and we our, our first episode on, on stocks was all about, okay, you can invest in things to go higher. Um, betting on something going lower was, was a completely new concept for me. And so interesting uh, when you start thinking about it. That, I mean, you guys have never done that. We always go, we're, we're, we're going for things, you know, Arthur, you want Tesla to go higher. Rokas, you want Ethereum to go higher. Do you guys, have you guys ever betted on something going lower? I've thought about it. I've never done it. Yes. Oh! I didn't, I didn't short it in terms of borrowing stock. I just sold some expecting it to drop and then buy it to buy back. Once okay, I've done drop. that. 
I've done so, that. You're you're both part of the system. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't. Well, I mean, I mean, if someone's gonna come knocking well, on my door. Now? Well, well, well here, here here's a great example. After every Tesla earning, okay, every time the stock drops a couple percent, right, and then it always if, comes. Back, uh, yeah. It always comes back a, a couple weeks later, right? So if I sell before the Tesla call and then I buy it all back the next day, mm-hmm. it's almost, you know, I mean, it's not guaranteed, but based on every single quarter that they've had, I'm probably yeah. going to make some money. Oh, you know? so I did that. Yeah. Yeah. So you're part of the system too, man. Don't- <laughs> I was in, I was in Tesla when it was um, uh, like 890 and then to get the money for AMC, I got out of Tesla <laughs> And then nice. now, so I actually uh, got out at a higher price. Professional trader, Rush. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I'm doing so well, uh, uh, but uh, it's all like <laughs> just it's stumbling in the dark. But it's, it's, it's kind of calculated stumbling. The one thing I, I was a sure thing was, was Doge. Can't, can't doubt that. Um, nice. All right. So that's what. That's what happened. And then this caught wind everywhere. I mean, really, it didn't. It, it did, but most people don't know what's going on. They'll never know what's going on. Um, most people are just trying to live their life and hope that their kid stops crying. But but there is something massive going on because uh, it, it's possible that trading platforms did something illegal as soon as everyone caught wind that communities online were in the millions who are now, I think wall street bets is now 3.3 million strong. Um, the, the trading platforms began to throttle bets and uh, or trades and still. Uh, so I think you can buy game stock, but you can only buy one share. And I'm not sure how legal that is. And there is a class action lawsuit. So there's, there's ramifications to what these trader, these trade platforms are doing. So that's kind of a continuing story. Um, the shorts on GameStop aren't over. The shorts on other stocks aren't over. And now there's something building as a type of, you know, investor, um, I don't know, blue collar investor revolution. And it's not over. Come Monday. I think it's ridiculous that you guys think that this is, this is what's going on. Okay, well, Ro- Rokos didn't didn't say anything. It was just me. Uh, you, he you. May... I think it's ridiculous that you think this is what's going on. So okay, so that's my side of it. Arthur, go ahead. What is okay. what is what is actually? So well, forget you know, everything. What I think what I think is going on because I, I I mean we got we got admit, we have no clue, right? So I no I do believe in the power of of people gathering together, especially. You know. So here's here's my first question. So let, 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 let's get this out there. How does Robin Hood get paid? Uh, well, so first, off, first off, we have to say that this has influxed Robin Hood's subscriptions, even though people are all saying, you know, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to uh, or delete Robin Hood. They're take, you know, they're not letting us buy this. They're not letting us buy this. Delete, delete, delete. Well, they're not the they're, only ones. They're not the only ones. These come, these, uh, so, so we don't even <clears throat> have to say Robin Hood. Rokas, what, what, what? So I remember seeing something about part of the funding was from a hedge fund. 
So is that where you're trying to get to? That's not where I'm, well, that's involved in it, but it's more of a simple question. Robinhood gives you the ability to uh, sell stock without a commission, okay? Uh, they just changed that. Did they? They're, they're char- they charge me now. Um, I've been charged like 60 cents on certain things. Um, and even things in the past, they've added it onto my, my account. Okay. okay, so we can say before what was happening. So says, they do uh, it from large volumes of trading. There's still like an excess of like really small percentage of the transaction that you won't see because of how musical it is, but Robinhood can make money from it once it's from a large volume of people, if that makes sense. Alpha, can you clarify? Well, so what, what, what's happening is they are selling your data you, when, you, when you download one of these apps, sure. you give them permission to okay. uh, have full access to all the data on your phone, all your trades, all of your search history, all, every single thing that you do. You open it up, Robinhood, uh, TD Ameritrade, Webull, all of them take that data and they sell it. Mm-hmm. They sell it to um bigger companies hedge that funds to sell hedge funds. yes okay hedge funds. they sell it to hedge funds and then also so they are giving all your trade information away to these short sellers in these hedge funds that we are supposedly trying to fight so so that so here's the first kind of weird part right to we we, we think that we are fighting the, the suits in these billionaires and these bankers by going up and signing up for an app that takes our data and gives it to these people that we're, st- we're trying to sell. So they have a better idea in real time of everything that we are doing. That's point one. Second, they sell order flow. Do you guys know what order flow is? No. So order flow. Rokos, me- you didn't answer. Rokos, um, you couldn't know explain, but it's because, yeah, I can't remember phrasing, but it's to do with um, Robinhood doesn't do the actual transactions for buying the stock that comes from another place. Um, right. Then, yeah, you can explain that part. So, what you, what, 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 so they don't do the actual transaction. They give batches of transactions to a, a broker that has access to and, and, and does it. And in, in doing so, that broker is able to take that information and then make trades for their clients before they make the trades from Robinhood. Okay? So, so say I'm on Robinhood, I wanna sell 100 shares of something. I hit sell, Robinhood goes, okay, we'll let you know this order should be completed by the end of the day. Sure. They go and oh, they okay. tell their hedge funds, hey, Art, just put in an order for 100 shares of this. And then all these other people just put in orders for 100 shares of this. Do you want to buy shares of this before they do? Okay. I don't know if that's how it happens in America because in Europe, you can just place a limit order and it's like the transaction is instant. It's not instant. For us in Europe, it is. For the brokerage I use. 
for do you are you using Robinhood? No, I'm not. So you're using an app or not? A, are you using an app or are you using? I'm you using in Europe, so it's like no, it's not free commission. It's like it has commission fees. Right. Okay. That's so so no, this doesn't apply. So order yeah. flow doesn't apply to any of this. And, and I didn't know that's how it happens in America. We just said well, well, interesting. So this is what happens with any apps. Okay. Yeah, no, he's he's right. Um, and while this was all happening the past two days, that that was part of the issue with people is that is that this process was even slower. And you know, you were you could uh, let's see. I I forgot where I was in. I was in a short, just a quick position, or so I thought. And I was trying to get out at one price and it took so long, I actually got out at a completely different price. So, so what I'm saying doesn't apply to anyone that is actually a, that, that pays an actual broker. Okay. Because an actual broker makes the trades himself. They have a license. With, with, they, right, they have the license to trade. Right. So, so, so this only applies to anyone that uses a third party. To do their to do their licensing, okay. Don't know if it's the same in in Europe, but I'm pretty sure that this is a across the board thing because just like in in America, so I wasn't affected by any of this because I, I I've got a guy that you know, and this is why a lot of now people can see the value of having somebody that actually um, is a broker because all these people were trying to make you know trying to make these transactions and they can't because. It's, it's stuck because a third party has to make the transaction actually, okay? Opposed to just calling up your guy and being like, hey, Joe, I want to sell this. And he goes, okay, cool, sold, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So Robinhood takes all your money or takes all your information and all your data and it gives it to these, these people in, in a form of order flow. And then the uh, person can or the, that company puts their clients before the clients in Robinhood, makes a full trade with everything. Robinhood people get just a very slight price difference from what they sold sold at, you know, and usually it's so small that people are like, okay, whatever, you know, I paid an extra penny, you know, or I lost a penny, whatever, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Um, and so that, that is very important. So that's how Robinhood gets paid, right? So now they 55% of Robinhood's um, orders are uh, gone. They're the third party that, that does them is this company called Citadel. Okay. And so Citadel is owned by some billionaire. I, for, I forget uh, what, what billionaire owns it, but Citadel is owned by this billionaire. And they are the, at least in America, they are the biggest third-party money marketer, right? And two five percent, something like that. They make like yeah. five percent of the. Yeah, exactly. They 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 handle the majority of the third-party transactions for people. Okay, so they're one of the one of the biggest, 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 and they're Robinhood's number one customer. Okay, so they they when when and here's where it gets really interesting is they have three, the Citadel has three, has three parts. I wrote a note here, so let me pull up my note. They, they have three parts to them. And uh, the three parts are 
um, oh, Ken Griffin is the, is the billionaire that owns it. And they've got a tech firm, an asset manager firm, and a market maker firm, a market maker firm, right? And so the market maker is the one that, that Robin Hood hires, but Citadel's parent company went and bailed out the hedge fund that uh, supposedly yeah. was that all the people were going against with, with the shorts. Melvin. So now the evil short Melvin Capital that everyone was going against is owned by the person that everyone just gave their data to to make better trades. Yeah, I see the I see the full circle. Um. And so, think about this. You got to think billion. So so, companies. These companies they pay billions of dollars for data, billions. Okay, and all these Reddit people, all these Twitter people, are going online in public forums and telling what their moves are gonna be. Yeah, they're giving away their data, basically. They're giving away their data. So, 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 so now, so, and they've been doing this for months. So if you look into the GME thing, it actually started back in like June or something. Some dude initially bought the first calls and everyone on Wall Street Bets was making fun of them, making fun of them, making fun of them. Now, I don't know for sure, but I find it very unlikely that the biggest market maker in America does not have people on Wall Street bets monitoring it. Oh, we know that. Four yeah. seven. They know that already, and and they talk that about means that. that everything that Reddit and Twitter thinks that they're doing is actually being manipulated by the biggest company to take out their, their competitor. Now they own their competitor. Yeah. And, and that's an interesting way to look at it. So that's the long con like that there, you're saying there was a setup for this a long time ago and it's just coming around to the plan oh. is working out. Or are you saying they capitalized on the emotions of people in the moment? Boom. Okay. I'm saying they knew that they could manipulate mob mentality. Right. Which is do, powerful. Right. To do, I mean, dude, I'm not a short guy. I, I don't follow shorts. I've been t- telling you, I go, I go long, 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 long. That's it. Yeah. You're I, a I quality investor. And, and I even called up my, 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 yeah, I, I call, I called up and said, let me get some shares of AMC. Let me get some, you know, let me get a share of GME. You're like mob mentality even affected me when I'm like, no, 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 I don't, I don't let that stuff yeah. affect me. Right. How did, wait, I, I never found out how that played out for you. Did, did you get out? And then I made 50 bucks. A total total off of off of everything. I came, came out uh, 50 above what I put in. I thought you went into naked. I did. Did, not when I did though, not and that you didn't leave when I left. No, um, I didn't lose any money on naked. I lost money on AMC. Yeah, AMC was tricky. My friend who was I was I, I bought was, in uh, I bought I bought into eight AMC after it already spiked, and then I and then then uh, I lost you know a couple bucks per share, and then um, it it ended up counteracting 
uh, everything. So I made a little bit, bit of money yeah. on Naked. I made a little bit of money on Silver. Um, I made, I, I got out of GME, right, um, with at Flat. And uh, yeah. yeah. I'm looking name. at GME for Monday. I'm like, hmm, well, if this, so, okay, so here's, all right, all right, let me, before I say that, all right, so yeah. Arthur has his position. Rokas, um, AKA Rooks, basically, he's playing the, he's playing the system another way he's kind of watching it all arthur's watching it all me i'm like okay i i believe in 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 rooks and arthur i trust you know but um how can i how can i capitalize on this that's where i'm at how can i get mine and well, get it? well so- no one knows the be- no one knows the the what what what's going on right because I don't have, I'm not, I don't have skin in the game, you know? And so Arthur, your, your, your quandary is with d- big data, right? We know that we, 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 you and I have talked about that a lot and you, you were the first person to introduce me to data profits and then, and then um, people actually owning their data and then making money off it. That wasn't even a concept in my worldview. And, you know, Andrew Yang um, is, is, was the first person to bring that up on the political spectrum, right? Data, data, making, making money off your own data. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I think kind of- that has the presupposition there is it requires you to care about data. Now, for yeah. me, I don't give a shit about my data. It, it, you know, I really don't. Not, not yet. Not until it, it until I learn more. And, and this whole full spectrum that you're giving requires you to care. It, 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 it's, it, it becomes an impact if you care about data. Well, all, well, yes and no. So I think the impact where it comes in is that all the moves are being sold and known about before they're being actual made. And this is hardwired into the system if you're using an app, okay, through, through the order flow, right? They know they know what you're trying to sell and then they can sell it or buy it before you. Yeah. And I'm the guy right. like, Oh, okay. You want to give me an app for free and help me make a, some money. And, Great. And, and so here's my data uh, because, because of that. So we've got two, two things because of that. When you first initially get in, you can make a lot of money. Right. But, but whenever it sense they're specifically targeting shorts, right. When everyone starts to pull out and the crash starts to happen, all the hedge funds are given a free move, essentially, if that may, right? Because yeah. everyone from the apps starts to pull and then the apps go to the hedge funds and say, hey, everyone from the apps is pulling. Do you guys want to pull before they pull? You now, know? you got and a so- point there when you brought up the crash, because that's something I think about, uh, because it's something I learn about. I research about the next big crash and maybe like the last one to ruin the dollar. And it, it's 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 um, obviously part conspiracy theory, you know, part. To me, it's a little bit of both. It's it's mm-hmm. what's going to happen, and it's also part like out there, and you can't talk about it with everyone. But yes, I believe that um, something you know drastic is going to happen, and the middle class is going to be wiped out if they're not already. And uh, well, all the all the kids. So so first off. It, 
I know that a lot of the people only put in a hundred bucks or two, a couple hundred bucks, and they're just going to make whatever they can. If they lose whatever they can, they lose whatever they can. And cool. You know, I'm not talking about any of those positions, right? Right. The, the positions I'm talking about right now are the people that, that think, oh man, all these guys are going to hold, 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 hold. And then I'm going to make a bunch of money off of this. Oh, right. No, I'm looking at, I'm looking at that and I'm like, oh man, you don't get it. These people, most pe- 80% of the people in this are need to sell. They need that, that, that gas money. Well, well, they, well, it, it's once everyone starts to pull, that's who's going to get screwed. If you just go in and you play for a day and you make a little bit of money and you get out or whatever, but, but, you know, I find it so funny, this whole thing on like Reddit, Reddit or whatever. And everyone's like, hold, 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 hold. They don't understand that as soon as they say sell, the hedge funds get a ticker that says, Hey guys, they just said, sell, we'll hold them off. You know, We'll, we'll, we'll hold them off until, until you guys fix, fix your position. And so then, and, 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 and so that's kind of my whole thing. But then we also have to, there, there, I think there's a misconception with what's happening with um, the halting of the uh, trades. Uh-huh. And I think that there's a misunderstanding of how options trading works and, um, and how these free apps work as well. Um, that, that is affecting the way that uh, the, the apps have to be holding back uh, that, that, that people aren't really considering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Options is so complicated. I, I can't figure it out yet. Rokas is, is the pro here. Not a pro. I just know, like, I wanted to get into it, but there's, I can't in Europe, there's heavy regulations here. It's not like you download an app like Robinhood and then you just can get into options. Yeah, Rokas and I will talk about something and then he'll be like, yeah, so that tell me how that goes in America because in Europe, yeah. uh, we can't do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's that crazy. It's great, right? They have a lot, they have, they have a lot more, more regulations and stuff. So uh, we, Americans always think they have it bad and it's like, um, you, you know, you got to zoom out for a second. It's, you know, can, what I wonder all the time is, can you do to Americans what Europeans get done to them? And I think it's happening. I think, I don't know about my, if, if, if America was a stock, I don't know about my confidence anymore. <laughs> I mean, isn't America the S&P 500 though? I mean, that d- dude, the, the value right. of the dollar is yeah. literally like, it's low, it's going, it, it, well, that's how America is a stock, you know, just the, 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 the entire world economy is just a stock market on, yeah. you know, yeah. value. Of it, and I love what America, so I'll never lose. And I hope it's not cognitive dissonance. I'll, I'll never lose the faith in the American spirit. And by that, I mean, it's not just the American spirit. It's, it's like, it's the drive to bring people together, to, to organize, to, to have discipline and willpower. And there's something about America to me that represents that. Um, but other places obviously have that too, but, um, that's really where my heart is in. That's what I mean when I say like, you know, America, I'm, I'm really just saying, you know, unity, discipline, things like that. But, but what I see now is, is America mostly now is, is I think it's, it's screwed. And I'm not really confident in, in living in this country for a very long time. 
I'm not, I'm not confident living any, anywhere. I know. Right. That's the, that's the thing. That's, that's what, that's where my mind goes next. It's like, well, you could leave America, but then where, where, where you're going to go, there's, there's a bigger fish and, and there is no community where, you know, fish are treated equally. It's, you got to play the game wherever you live. And so maybe the question is, not where can I live and prosper? It's like, well, where, where is the game? Where can I learn the game the most? Where can I get in a good position and capitalize? So in that sense, I think America is, is one of the, in that sense, one of the best countries in the world, because you can really capitalize if you can, if you know how to play the game and, you know, it just, it just requires you to learn the game a little bit. So there's one thing before we, before we move on, there was one, one thing I want to be in, and I might be wrong here. So if you guys know any differently, um, you know, tell me, Art, you're wrong, right? <laughs> uh, so they, we, we, we've had these apps um, halt the ordering of, of stocks and there's been a kind of a online chatter about uh, that might be illegal. They're doing it because Citadel told them to do it. They're doing it because the big banks are telling them to do it oh, and everything sure. like that. And, and I think that it's actually a lot simpler than, than we think it is. I would so, agree. I would agree. I don't think that the halting is, is, I think it's just them like, oh, we need to slow this down before like courts come after us for allowing something illegal. Well, no, I, what I think it is, is so you've got instant trading on all of these apps, right? Yeah. First, first off, you've got instant trading on all of these apps. So that what, what that means is if I sign up and I put a, say a deposit's going to go through, uh, they'll instantly give me $1,000 of that deposit. If I'm a gold member, they'll give me like $5,000 of that deposit. That, that's correct. Yeah. Right. Something like that. And so, but, but they're still waiting on getting okay Three, so two to five days mostly mostly it takes four days so now imagine how many people signed up in the last couple of days to start buying these stocks put in a deposit and got the instant cash to use so now if there's a crash up oh, they're in debt for that money that they they're in debt but robin hood has to be ready to pay. They're the they're the third party, right? Yeah. So they have to have the money to pay out on the other side, right? All of that money is involved in uh, deposits going back or forth, which very likely some people, if it crashes and their deposit deposit hasn't gone through yet, are going to call up their bank and say, "Hey, you know." you got to cancel that deposit or do whatever they can to keep the deposit from going through. So because of that, Robinhood needs access to cash on hand for the amount That's for right. the amount that they give out for these instant deposits. But there's a statistic sure. to that. Um, so originally, I think it was, not sure if this is exact statistics, but it will be around. So they needed to cover, I think it was 55% of the GME stock. But then okay. the day when uh, they halted buying of the stock, I believe that was because Citadel raised that to 99%. So Robin, Robinhood basically had to cover the whole stock, which is why they 
potentially, which is why they halted trading because they wouldn't have been able to do that. Right. So, 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 so now with, I didn't know that it was on an order to Citadel, which, which com- completely makes sense, you know, uh, and then it's okay. Now is Citadel still trying to manipulate things or are they doing it just because they want to make sure they have their money or what, you know, I personally can't make any, any judgments on that, but as a Robin Hood, to me, it sounds like Robin Hood is just really trying to cover their butts. Yeah, you know, yeah, 100%. opposed to them actually be, you know, vindictively uh, doing something. Now, Citadel, on the other hand, you know, who knows about their motivations or whatever, like whatever, you know. But uh, Robin Hood was put in a extremely tough position, and then and then on options too, the uh, someone has to since not all the options actually exist, right? Same with shorts, short selling, right? Like uh, the when 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 it's when the thing is put out there for sale, it doesn't actually exist yet. And then when someone buys it, the brokerage has to then go buy it to cover it in case it goes through, right? Again, kind of an insurance thing. And so uh, if if people are buying all these options and Robinhood doesn't actually own all that stock right? The, everyone's buying these options on GME. Robinhood doesn't actually own the stock on GME. So they have to go and they have to, or, or Citadel doesn't, or whoever their money ma- or market manager that they're using, um, uh, someone has to buy that stock to hold it just in case, you know? And, and so if they don't have that money, then they have to go take the loans. If they can't get the stock because the stock is so, so high, then they have to start limiting the trading because they go, hey, we can't, we can't actually go get this amount, you know? And, 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 and again, I don't know um, all the details and I'm sure there's a lot I'm wrong about, about in this, but, but I think there's a little bit more reason than vindictiveness, at least on Robin Hood and the other apps um, end. Yeah, I, I, I can always go that route because at the end of the day, you're looking at just people like they're you know, a lot of people aren't evil and um, there's programmers at Robinhood that are like, whoa, some shit's going down and we can't handle this high amount of traffic. Uh, You know, can you imagine having an app and then all of a sudden you get a million extra users like in an hour, you know, that, that means there are consequences to high traffic and you can't forget about the human side of it for sure. I I get that a hundred percent. Well, you know, that's what's a million times a thousand. A thousand million. <laughs> a thousand million. What is it? A billion or more? Yeah, or yeah. Ten billion. Yeah, it's, it's a billion. There's three zeros okay. in. Like yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so because of that, yeah, one billion. So, for every one million users that ends up making a deposit, they have to have an extra billion dollars to cover that deposit in case something goes wrong. But originally it was just a like percentage of that, yeah, after so they raise it to yeah. basically 90% yeah, they weren't able to no, do it. Okay. I'm not sure, maybe, I know even, I think at one point it was like three to 4% and then I think it was raised to like 55 and then once when it was like 99 then they could basically no longer cover it so they had to 
stopped uh, by orders. Right, right. Is what I've heard. So yeah. I mean, that may, it makes sense to me, right? Isn't can, that can... where? Oh, sorry, Arthur. No worries. That's it. Isn't I... that where crypto comes in? Yeah, I think. That... Yeah, I mean, I could have transitioned when you were talking about dollar value going down. Could have transitioned to crypto, it's but crypto. I. That's so part of my argument this. to crypto, and, and I don't know, Arthur, if I've ever expressed this, but here's my theory is that while all of these transactions are going on, crypto fills those gaps. What do you mean? So is, is, it, is it not some of the, the duties of some Ethereum coins and, and of a part of the blockchain to cover transactions while they go from different hands? Yeah. And there's there's decentralized trading as well. Um, yeah, there's a lot of applications for it. So that is one of the applications behind cryptocurrency. And 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 this this goes back. The setup before this was that Arthur and I always talk about. Well, what the hell is crypto for anyway? And and Arthur, I'm botching that argument, but yeah, right. Like, so what were your? So it's not that I don't see a use for crypto. I I see a use. For crypto and I see a value in a in a decentralized currency. What what I don't get is that a currency in capital is based on the trust that it can be paid back. When 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 you get down to everything, that's what that's what any type of currency is is based on. And so uh, that's why it's it's usually tied to a government, right? Uh, we trust that the with the US with the U.S.'s economy, the way it is, if things hit the fan, we trust that they can pay it back. So we give them this value. With crypto, that is non-existent. So what, where, where does that come from? But then that's the thing is decentralized. So, right. So, so so if so so who is trusted? We we just believe who is gonna give us the money. We just but what did you mean by so like if if so if if you know uh suddenly wallets just start crashing. Okay. Do you mean like apps start crashing or do you mean price starts crashing? No, no, like the actual wallets. Okay. Okay, so the apps for wallets or whatever. Like the well, well, the the drives that that hold right. okay. the money, the Bitcoin, right? They just start crashing for some reason. Uh, what about a terrorist attack? Why don't you use that? Yeah, yeah. Who? Where? Where does this? This, this value fall, fall back on? Where does the accountability for this value rest? I don't know. I still don't know what you mean. Um, what do you mean by value? The last part. So, so the well, why, don't you, why don't you use, um, why don't you use concrete examples uh, about something Rokas can. Um, yeah. So like, Rokas, uh, so Rokas, own, use something that he owns. Use something that he's invested in, uh, Ethereum. Well, so so if we're using Ethereum, right? Mm -hmm. Ethereum becomes the world currency, 
okay? And, and then all of a sudden the, the, the Ethereum wallets, they, I, I mean, I don't really know how to, ex, uh, I, I, I don't know how to go in. The, the, so with the US dollar, I think, I think going back to a dollar will, will, will help. So say the US, right? They have a terrorist attack, it happens. Everyone's banks, everyone's money gets wiped out, okay? The US is people, the reason the, the dollar has any value is because they believe the US, the country, you know, can, can pay it back. In order to understand a problem- okay, so you're asking about the value, not. where the value of crypto comes from. Okay, so that's yeah. your question. That okay, sense. so yeah, so well, not, there's a, yeah. Not, not just the value, but in- The value in your account, the, tr the, the proof that your account exists. I understand that it's belief right? We believe that this has money and this has value. And so, you know, uh, we decide that it's going to be our new money and it's your not. Crypto, your crypto is not. But it doesn't have to be like money either. It can just be a store of value. But where does that value come from? But yeah, you're not because, insured. Okay. So you have a fixed supply. So that's the first thing. So even like you don't even have to believe in value or anything. If you buy that crypto from the people who are mining it, then mm. then it will have a price. And the more people that buy, the higher that price will go. So it's the, by price? demand and supply. So by how much demand there is compared to the supply of the coin. Because right. there is so a fixed supply and there is there are miners mining Right. Um, the cryptocurrency because in the algorithm let's say as an example you can have a total of 21 million coins that's mm -hmm. like programmed into it and you cannot have any more and in order to mine it out you have to use energy like actual physical energy right um, so that's what you're paying to mine out that crypto uh, and in return you're rewarded by uh, trend by transaction fees that people make and uh, for discovering that block. Um, but when people buy it, um, that's, yeah, where the price comes in because it brings in demand. Uh, so I don't know why you need to, like, believe in it having value in order for it to have a price. Like, that's not, I don't think you do. It's just in terms of demand and supply. Pardon? And how is it a currency? Because I'm, I'm not saying it's a currency. Like, I don't see it as a currency. I see it as a store of value and a bet if, against inflation. If, if, if it has a store of value, then it has to, by definition, have value. So is gold and silver a currency? Yes. Okay. So if you go, I don't know, but you don't have to make transactions with gold and silver, do you? So the belief, right. But when... The value of the dollar, so, so I've got gold, right? It's yeah. worth 500 bucks an ounce. Yeah. Those aren't currencies. They're precious metals. Well, they're, 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 they're precious metals. They're, they can be, I'm not sure where they can be used as current, if they can be used as currency. So I guess they're not, they're, they're not currencies. Um, at one point they were. Any, well, any place that has- Oh, they a, were, you're right. You're, they were currencies. Any place that, that has a gold standard, it is still a currency, okay? Um, Gold and silver coins, you know, but they're no longer 
well, any place that uses fiat money, they they aren't. But any place that uses a gold standard, and I don't know really if there there are are any more. But any place that, that would have a gold standard, but that's that's besides the point. So, the the gold and silver, right? It's a store of value. People, mm -hmm. but but the value is based on what people believe a country. If shit hits the fan. You're talking about an insurance but, but I don't know. The value of gold and silver is the fixed supply of it. Like the limited supply of gold and silver. There's only a certain amount of gold and silver you can mine out of the planet. And that there can be. So is that not where the value of it comes from? And the demand for that? No, no. The, va the value comes comes from it in, 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 in the fact that uh, we the value comes from the belief that I can go and I can trade this. Oh yeah, if like, when you're saying if shit has the fan, then you can go and trade it for stuff. Right. Is that what you're saying? Okay. There's several layers of value there because yes, you're both correct. Because there's only a limited amount, there's value there because that's what makes gold a thing. It's not right. everywhere. And it's not, you know, the fact that it's special is because, you know, it's it's subjective but it is because there's a limited amount of it and people that the next layer of value above that is that people believe that that thing that has a limited uh about uh limited amount is special so it's a shared value it, it's still fake right like essentially it's it, well it, it is cool um alchemically but beyond what it can do as properties it does have a, a, a mythical shared value, just like the paper dollar. So, so but but also a, con a country's value a lot is based, or, or its GDP or its value is, is based on a access to resources and access to other countries' credit and access to all of these things, right? That, so that's where I'm understanding, I think, is, is to me, uh, the question is, is, is not the question that simple? Like, how is crypto insured if, 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 if blockchains are destroyed? Who said but you what have... What do you mean Ethereum? by blockchains destroyed? Rokas, if the money that you put into well, Ethereum years ago, ago if it disappears, you have no way of, of okay, accessing but how, that money. How is it going to disappear? And a worldwide EMP. If a blockchain is destroyed... I don't know if a blockchain can be destroyed, but let's say a worldwide EMP, okay? Right, like, like if if there's a worldwide EMP, but then with this world, but aren't we aren't we doomed anyway? Because we lose like so much technology, and we're so reliant on technology. Yeah, I think Rokas. Yeah, it, well, what are the further consequences of that? Not just the worry about crypto, but the worry about the fact that there was a worldwide EMP. Yeah, then, I mean, the US dollar wouldn't. I don't know. So you're saying it would. I know, like the whole economy would collapse. So, no. Conversation comes from is 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 that if shit hits the fan, okay, we're all that, screwed anyway. That well, no, no. If shit hits the fan, the countries have access to resources and they have access to credit, okay, and 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 help from other people, physical resources, gold, silver, diamonds, uh, you know, um, oil, trust. Uh, There's also just trust. Well, you know, they, they, the, the countries have all of these things, okay? And so if, if something happens where uh, the, the, if something happens 
that that shit hits the fan, you being in that country still gives value. That centralization still gives value because you can say, hey, this is a that we're, we're still able to access our oil. We're still able to access, you know, this type of labor. We're still able to access these resources, you know, so it still has value, but but there's absolutely no value in a crypto. In that way that you're explaining, there's no value, but there's different values. And then, so you're saying, I don't know, worldwide EMP, if that's your example, then there are a lot of other consequences also of that. So it wouldn't just be a problem of you losing your crypto. There will like be economic collapses from that. And then another thing I would say is, what if there's hyperinflation with the US dollar, then as my example, then what happens? So what, first tell me, what causes inflation? In previous history, uh, money being printed, too much money being printed. Uh, so increase of money supply too rapidly. So no, it was like, that is wrong. but too rapid increase in money nope. supply. Nope. Inflation is created. Oh, sorry. I was talking hyperinflation. Okay. Okay. So yeah. In um, general is sorry. created by a country trying to lower its worldwide debt. Okay. So be, because the vet debt debt worldwide isn't tied, it, it doesn't inflate with how much money you make, right? So if I owe, if I'm the United States and I owe a hundred billion bucks, right? And I've only got a hundred billion dollars, right? I want when when I start printing more money, I still only owe a hundred billion dollars, even if there's 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 tons of other uh, even if the value of the dollar is only worth nothing, I still only owe a hundred billion of it. So inflation is a way to get down the national debt. It does it, it's tied to printing money, but we can print as much money as we want. But unless we start until we start paying our national debt down with it, nothing inflates. And that's why we haven't seen any inflation uh, beside, beside, majorly besides rent and um, college tuition in the past 20, 30 years is because the government isn't using the money it's printing to pay down its debt. It's, it's making more debt, it's the opposite. Exactly, it's making more debt. So the money is not actually inflating, the, the dollar is still worth the same amount until they start using, and, and this goes with every country, until they start using it to pay down their debts, inflation doesn't happen. Sorry, so I'm not following because I learned, so inflation is measured by a basket of goods. As I can't remember, like, I think a few hundred goods, and you measured the prices, the like how they fluctuated from the past to present, and then that's how you get your statistic for inflation. So that I mean that's that's a way that you get a simplified uh, dollar. Uh, I mean that's a really elementary way to look at look at inflation. It doesn't take the complexities, the economic complexities of it. But because in the end, everything comes down to like the end result goes to consumer goods. No, the end result goes to your national debt. Inflation is directly tied to a country's national debt. 
I don't know. I'll need to look into that because that's not how I was how I was viewing it. Yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a really big. Uh, it's a big misnomer. Is that is that people think that just printing money creates inflation, or that you know uh, inflation is created throughout time, no matter what? No, it's it, it's and in a great book to read the, to learn about this is uh, Capital in the Twenty First Century by Thomas Piketty. Um, uh, it's all about wealth inequality and stuff like that. And I actually, it, it's a really hard book to read because it's it's got a bunch of numbers and stuff, but. Um, he, he, he goes into the worldwide history of economics from uh, as far back as we have actual ledgers from. He focuses on France because he's, he's French, but starting in the uh, 15th and 16th centuries and tracks all of the, from, from China to America to uh, England to France to, to all of them to uh, see, uh, to mathematically put, put point out um, different curves that end up happening. And uh, because as we, as we zoom out, just like with almost anything, we see a completely different picture than when we look at a small, a small set and inflation, um, economically speaking is made by the national debt. 